Welcome to episode 168 of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. <clears throat> so we're here. Um, well, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Yeah, um, Merry Christmas. Uh, this is our little gift to you is a bonus, bonus pod. podcast. So <laughs> I'll be surprised if anybody listens to it on, do- <laughs> on Christmas Day. If you actually listen to this podcast on Christmas, um, you really are a true diehard fan because I wouldn't even listen to ourselves on Christmas. <laughs> I'm so, not going to. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> We're just going to drop this and uh, hope somebody listens to it. But this is our bonus podcast because it was a busy weekend, um, and we are here to talk about Bumblebee, an actual Transformers movie that I saw in theaters uh, since, I don't know, the second or third one. Yeah, since the Fallen, right? Um, yeah. So let me just go jump right into the boring shit. Let's get that out of the way. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. So this is where uh, you'll see a trend in this review. Um, <clears throat> 157 total reviews. Not a ton. Um, and there's multiple reasons why, but not a ton of reviews. But uh, it's at 94%. Yeah. Um, uh, 147 fresh, 10 rotten. Um, so... That is huge, and the closest one, I think, to it is the very first Transformers, and it was 57%. Ooh. So, and that was supposed to be the best one. Um, so this one's 94%. Box office weekend, it's estimated to go only $21 million. It's going to finish third. Um, and that is behind... Uh, second is Mary Poppins, and uh, what's the first one is going to be Aquaman at like sixty something million. So yeah, Mary Poppins a, only beat it by like a million too. Didn't yeah, not and, and Mary Poppins is not very. Uh, it's a, it's at seventy seven percent. So yeah. a, a lot better than I thought it would be. I think it rose from like sixty seven percent, but not sure. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, twenty one million. It's it's it's. There's so many things going against this movie, um, and. It's got to be domestically. It's it's only doing uh, fifty two million, I think, or no, no thirty one world, million worldwide. Worldwide, yeah, thirty one million. Which I'm not sure if it opened in China yet, but I'm not sure because these movies usually do bonkers in China. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I don't. I'm not sure if it's open in China yet. Uh, no, it's not. So it's not open in China yet. So that's gonna. It's probably gonna get a big jump from worldwide from China when this opens up. But I gotta mm-hmm. say, <clears throat> it's got multiple things going for it against it. It's it's following the probably the worst in the series, which was First Night, Dark Night, whatever the fuck it was, uh, the last the one, last night, <clears throat> whatever it was, Transformers bullshit. Yeah. So it's got <laughs> it's got that. So it's got and plus it's got the other previous four movies that came you know before Night. So it's got all of Michael Bay shit all over it. It's opening against Mary Poppins Returns and Aquaman, right? <clears throat> so. All that stuff, and and again, I can't stress enough how p- poorly this is going to do because of Michael Bay. And people are probably going to be skeptical, and I'm telling you right now, I'll just go into my initial reaction, you should not be skeptical. This movie is fucking amazing. There is not a negative thing I could say about this movie, I don't think. <clears throat> um, it had everything I ever wanted in a Transformers movie. It paid great homage to to the G1 Transformers without like shoving it in your face. The Easter eggs were felt right instead of like um, you know Shia LaBeouf poorly acting more than meets the telling Megan Fox she's more than meets the eye. You know that seemed forced. None of the stuff in this seems forced. I remember in the very beginning of the first Transformers Steven Spielberg was like this is really about a boy in his car. I didn't know that I was going to have to wait fucking 12 years later to get it. Right. So that's what I got here. Instead of a boy, it, it, it's a girl. <clears throat> well, in real life, she's a woman, but she plays a girl in this because I think she still goes to high school, maybe. I'm not sure. Um, but um, but this is about a girl or a woman and her car, and it's the story that I th- should have gotten with Transformers. Um, before I get too much into it, that's my initial reaction. I absolutely loved this movie. What about you? Um well, you definitely liked it better than me, only because I think Transformers was like your uh, passion growing up. While mine was Star <clears throat> Wars at that age, um, right? I did. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I thought it was better than Aquaman. I thought it was better than most stuff that I've seen since, like you know, Infinity War. 
Um, I really, really, uh, I had a great time with this movie. I enjoyed it. It had heart. It had emotion. It had character development. It had a good story. Um, like you said, this was kind of the movie that we should have gotten in the beginning. And I think after five shitty movies, no one's going to give this one a chance because, well, number one, it looks like they're like, oh, God, a prequel. Like, oh, what, why do we want to see that? Whatever. But, <laughs> folks, seriously, like if you're listening to this and you haven't watched the movie yet, you need to just stop right now and just go and watch it because it is a very enjoyable movie that pays homage to the cartoon. It pays homage to the to the parts where it should pay homage to like this is the movie version of of uh of the cartoon i mean it really is god i wanted to see more of cybertron i really enjoyed like seeing yeah seeing certain things that i was like oh man i want more of that i want more of that that's awesome you know and then like i thoroughly like i laughed out loud at some jokes i i had a really good time it's not like the michael bay like masturbation jokes you know it's right. it's actually really like really good you know um humor and uh like i said really good uh emotion too i mean there's a couple times in this thing where i had i was like oh my god i'm like i'm getting kind of worked up over a fucking transformer movie you know <laughs> right. when before i hated these fucking things you know <clears throat> And and now I found found one that I love and 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 what's so frustrating about it, and it's kind of the same thing about Solo, um, for different reasons. But we may not get any more because it's not gonna it's not doing well at all. Like like it costs one hundred and thirty million for with all marketing. the wrong reasons. For yeah. all the wrong reasons. Yes, exactly. And it has nothing to do with the film. If this if if people actually realized what this film was and how it should have been the first Transformers movie, this thing would make over $150 million easily. Yeah. It's that good of a movie. Um, yeah, the, the problem is is that they're just the, the, the other movies were just spectacles, and people just lapped it up, you know, like the Fast and the Furious movies. They just like that shit for some reason. But now I think moviegoers are starting... It's a little too late, but they're starting to get a little smart about, like... Oh, I want more of this type of thing. I don't want all this spectacle, like this garbage swirling in the air bullshit or the end of the world. Oh, again, fuck. You know, they're getting a little bit smarter, but now, but it's like the boy who cried, cried wolf. You know, it's like this is the sixth movie. The, yeah, exactly. But people are like, <clears throat> you got to see this movie. It's fucking great. And I was not going to go see this movie. I really could give less than two shits about it. But then over the last couple of weeks. They showed like the G1 Optimus Prime. Of course, Peter Cullen's back. They said, you know, hey, oh my there's God. Some, I mean, there's, there's just. I, I, I really, the, for the first time, I really should have wrote a fucking list because there's so many things in what you said that I wanted to talk about and I forgot half of that stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, this is one <clears> of those <throat> movies that uh, would have been great if we could have watched it a second time and then literally just made notes because I, I got into the movie. You know, first of all, when I went in there, it was like 94, 93% Rotten Tomatoes. So I'm like, okay, something's going on. This is over 100-something views, uh, reviews. I'm going to go watch this thing. And I went in there, and I, instead of, like, nitpicking and, like, trying to take notes and shit like that, I just sat back and enjoyed the fucking movie. And then when I got like out of forgot, there. you forgot, right? Like yeah, I did. Forgot. I forgot that I was paying attention to that <laughs> shit. And then I'm driving home, and I was, like, had a smile on my face. I'm like, that that was really enjoyable. Like, why couldn't we get that 12 fucking years ago? That's the right. movie we should have gotten. And then you do kind of build up spectacle as you go along. You're building characters. You're building. They didn't have 15,000 robots that I couldn't give a fuck about or understand what's going on. Right. Like, you can understand the action. You can. Um, it, it, it was almost like the cartoon leapt off the, off the TV and onto the yep. screen. Because yeah. even the human characters, while <laughs> not you know particularly smart, it felt like a transformers movie like the way it's supposed to be like i don't right. know how to explain that you know it's of course the humans are you know kind of dumb a little bit in this movie but at the same well, time they are in this cartoon as well so exactly exactly <laughs> i didn't mind that i'm so there's one I scene in, in transformers the cartoon where the humans started throwing rocks at the decepticons <laughs> i was like what are you doing what is that gonna do <laughs> yeah and then like, you had then you add in you know you added <clears> oh, let's just go into it yeah, okay, before, um, wait, wait, before we go into it, oh, okay. I really need to say this. All right, Christina Hodson. Christina Hodson is the writer, the sole writer, the story for this movie. Really? And she fucking nailed it. And yeah. thank you. 
yes. and Travis Knight. Thank you. It. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, I I could not thank you. My my 1984 self, however old I was in 1984, I suck at math. Loves you for this because <laughs> <clears throat> when they announced Transformers the movie, it, you could tell that they either really understood the source material or they were big fans of the of, of the cartoon and the movie. Um, yeah, and the cartoon movie, the other movies yeah. don't exist. To me. Well, the other movies were just goddamn like so, cash grabs, right? Know, so is- this, let me just get this out of the way before I forget. This is one of the things I wanted to say. It's really interesting that Aquaman and Bumblebee come out in the same weekend because both of these movies are trying to do the same identical thing, which is get away from the shit and start the whole universe all over again, right? Right. They want to get away from you know DC wants to get away from Snyder, Transformers wants to get away from Bay, right? <clears throat> and although I visually just loved uh, Aquaman, the substance is all in Bumblebee. Right. Right. So, and and Bumblebee doesn't shit on the entire storyline by mentioning something that ties it directly to the Bay versions, whereas Aquaman could have just never mentioned Steppenwolf and just continued that way and be well, like, what do you mean? We're not really part of it. Well, Bumblebee does. Yeah. yeah. Bumblebee doesn't do that. Like there's some there's some winks to the original, but they do they don't do a single thing to the major plot. Well, this plot takes place the in the movie. 80s though. This takes place right. like 30, 20 years before. Yeah, but know. what I'm saying is what yeah. I'm saying is when you mention Steppenwolf and killing Steppenwolf, that immediately ties you to all the things that happened in Snyder's DCEU, right? But when Bumblebee changes into a Camaro, that's not a guarantee that he goes to Shia LaBeouf. It could go to anybody else. Right. It's it, it's a wink without fucking the plot over, you know, the future plot over, right? Right. Whereas whereas now Aquaman set up this again set up this beautiful um, intro to his character and the origin to his character, and then they shit on it by mentioning Steppenwolf and erasing everything previously. Yeah, there is. Yeah, so there there's, this is like night that. and day yeah. of how you restart a universe without ha- like with. St- like kind of tying a little bit to the original universe, but then moving on, com- trying to move on completely. And Bumblebee does an amazing job doing that. So I thought that was a really interesting weekend where you get two movies trying and two big blockbuster movies trying to do the same th- identical thing. One pulls it off way better than the other one. Yeah, I, no, I I have to totally agree there. Um, yeah, and, and I don't know, like uh, the way it it ends too to me was different than it almost feels like they're trying to trying to negate the other ones because in the first transformer movies there's nobody on the planet except for bumblebee right and a couple others and then they all come shooting down from the sky afterward so i don't know like it it, this looks like they're they're almost like they're they're truly starting over i mean they could do something from the 80s something from the 90s even they can go back a little bit um i still would really like to see more of Cybertron. I really oh like. Oh my god! Let's I talk would like about to that see right some now. Flashbacks. Yeah. <clears throat> so this movie opens up with Cybertron, and and it opens up on an aerial view, and it looks just like the way the oh cartoon would yeah. enter. But like, whereas Michael Bay's version of Cybertron was like, remember, just like pointy fucking buildings that you could just gouge yourself on. Yeah, like, didn't, didn't make I mean, any fucking make sense. Any sense. Yeah, but in this one, this was like Cybertron brought to real life. I might choke up and start crying because I was uh, I was with one of my friends <clears throat> going to see this, and Cybertron opened up, and I fucking grabbed his arm, and and, and all <laughs> the sounds. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I didn't I even started care. jerking him off. I didn't even care. That's how excited I was. I started jerking off my friend, not myself. <clears throat> um, he's listening right now. He's like, no, no, he didn't do that. <laughs> he didn't do that, but I would. He's like, he didn't do that, but I would have let him anyway. That seems gorgeous. <clears throat> it was Cybertron come to fucking life, and seeing the way that they transformed, not this like over, like it was. It's. In this one, like, there's this great scene where he trans- Bumblebee transforms slowly, but in the Cybertron scenes, they're, you know, they're going in and out depending oh, yeah. on the action. Jump, jumping, yeah. And oh my god, it looked like a fucking. It looked like oh my god, it looked like it looked like Transformers. Oh my god, it just looked like this is the, it's the best compliment I can give Travis Knight and probably ILM did this again. It looked like Transformers. It looked like Transformers, and it wasn't just the way they looked. It was just it, it just felt like. You know, a battle scene that you would see in the cartoon. 
Yes. There was nothing ever watching Bay's versions, even when they were just fighting in the woods or whatever. It just didn't – something about the way they moved just didn't feel like Transformers. And then you watch Travis Knight's version of Transformers, and it's a completely different feel to it. They looked – you know, they looked like real-life versions of the freaking cartoon. Yeah. It, it was – it's amazing. I, I need more adjectives to describe how fucking awesome this scene is. <laughs> No, it's uh, the the CG. I mean, over time, and they used. I think they used the better. original voice. It sounded like the original voice too. Uh, of maybe, Bumblebee, but I'm not we'd sure. Have to, we'd have to look. I was really surprised that I was so happy that they went with the voice for a while, and then the way, dude, and they got Soundwave's actual voice. Yes. Oh, oh and, the, my and God. The, the tape coming out of the thing. Oh man, that whole thing was awesome. Yeah. You know, they, they really they really took care and paid attention, which is what should have been done from the very beginning. I hate when they take properties and they're like, we need to update the fuck out of this. It's like, no, you don't. No, this this you shows really this shows to. how you can this shows how you can tell your own. It still starts with the war on Cybertron. Right. And how about this? How about the voice acting of Peter Cullen actually sound not just sounding like Optimus Prime, but feeling like Optimus Prime? Right. Right. And I don't really ever think he says his name over and over again, like in the Michael Bay version. <laughs> like he's Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah, like he constantly has to say, this is Optimus Prime. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah we, know, we know. We know. We know you're you taking a shit, Prime. <laughs> but, but, the, but he actually, and, but this time he felt like Optimus Prime. When he talked, it wasn't like robotic, like, because you know Michael Bay was directing Cohen, right? You knew that, right? right? Yeah. Right, so again, night and day between how much better of a director already Travis Knight is. I think he's pretty well, young too. Well, we all know, you know, that Bay is all about the spectacle, all about blowing shit up. But you know? this and had less of that, and the action was a thousand times better. Thousand times better, and made sense. And I yeah. actually, like, I actually cheered a couple times too. The scene, like, I'm jumping all around because this movie's amazing. The end fight with, uh, with, I forget if it was Blitzwing or the other one. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> he, Bumblebee transformed into a Volkswagen going at him and then transformed out of it and fucking leapt and, like, fucking uppercutted the guy. Yeah, that was cool. I fucking was like, oh, that's fucking awesome. Like, I've never, I've never given that kind of reaction to any of my, the closest I've ever came to having that kind of reaction as I did in Travis Knight's version was I think the second movie when, um, Bumblebee grabs, uh, Ravage by the tail and like basically like, Rips like, uh, oh, yeah, rips them was, down like corn. Yeah, that was basically, cool. that yeah. was, a, that was pretty cool. But this version, when he jumps out of of the Volkswagen um, car and fucking punches that person, the, that Decepticon in the face, he grabbed your oh, friend's I, dick again. Yeah, I grabbed it again. I mean, I, he probably let's go another round. He probably won't need to unload for like a month. <laughs> yeah, dude. This there's so many. Like I said, the humor was great too. It, was, it wasn't yeah. forced. It was like, and and. You know they made it. Uh, they've had female characters before in the movie. Oh, she's but, she's so good she, in this because she's a good actress. So they got a good actress who's proven, and she really like just knocked it out of the park. You Haley know? Steinfeld. Steinfeld is that how you said? Yeah, I remember the first time I saw her, she was in True Grit. You know, oh, like, I I was that was her first major movie. Yeah, Everything before that was just like shorts. Awesome. She was so good and in she that. stood out so well against. Uh, who is he? Who is he Bridges, yeah, Bridge, Jeff, Jeff Bridges, yeah, right? Yeah, he, yeah. I mean, and Jeff Bridges can chew up a scene. You know what well, I mean? That, like he can he can steal awesome. scenes, yeah. right? But I mean, it is the Coen Brothers, but but yeah. you know, like Jeff Bridges again can steal, like just eat up the screen if you're in it, and he could just suffocate you with how awesome he is. But <laughs> she fucking she she took it from him. Like every scene that she was in, she was amazing in. And then yeah. she was in like she was in Ender's Game, which I was really disappointed in that movie because I loved the book. Yeah, um, I did too. But she was good in that, you know. And she she's been in a lot of things. I think she's even like, but this year she's in Bumblebee. Uh, like, I don't, 
it's going to be in my top three. I can guarantee that. And then she was also Gwen Stacy, who kicked ass in Spider-Man Into the Verse. Spider-verse. That's right. Yep, that's right. So she, she, I, I completely she really forgot good. she was Gwen Stacy, and that Gwen Stacy kicked ass in that cartoon. Yeah, in that movie. No, she's a good actress, man. And they they oh, God, they chose wisely, so but they made her. I mean, you had a whole story, background story about her that you really didn't need shoved down your throat. It was really easy to figure out that her dad died, and and yeah. it, it affected her, and she was trying to like. But they you know, did it fix so well. They yeah, did it just, so well. You know, she's a lost soul. You know, she's going down the wrong path and all that shit, and Bumblebee kind of saves her, you know? And by the end of the movie, she's able to let him go. She's able to... It made sense. Like, it wasn't like some kid going like, no, don't go anywhere. You need to be with yeah, me all the time. God. You know, she's just like, you I got, go. I got go emotional. I got emotional like three times in this movie, and that's usually my telltale sign that it's a good movie. Yeah. The you know, like, I, I was could, already having fun. I was really close. Like, I mean, it... It, it was. Re- I remember watching ET, and I remember, you know, ET touching Elliot on the chest or whatever. He's just like, "I'll be here," whatever. And he like he leaves, and you're like, "Oh, oh there's my a callback in there." Yeah, you're like, "Oh my god!" And you just want to like. Cry. It's that this- scene when they're in the in the kitchen or whatever, and yeah, they're they're head to toe, right? They're facing opposite, yeah, and then that's when they start pulling them away, and that that same exact shot is in this movie. When Bumblebee's first captured, and it's it's Spielberg, man. So like it it's it's certain things like that that I noticed, and even at the end when they when they parted ways, it was like it it was like oh my god, that's so it's just emotional, you know what I mean? Right. And I'm like, why am I getting emotional over a fucking robot and this kid? But I'm yeah, like, so this, this because this, the this did the exact so opposite of yeah. like Bay's version. Bay's version, yeah. I would just get angry. I, I, exactly. Right. When is I this fucking just movie fucking over? Angry. So, and then this movie, it does the exact opposite. Where I'm like, I love like before. I don't want this to end. Yeah, I, I don't. I I want this to keep going. I'm like, I'm like, please tell me this is going to come on Saturday morning cartoons. Am I going to watch that one? <laughs> is this going to be a Netflix show? Please. Yeah, is it going to be ne- something? I just want more of whatever. I don't care what it is. It could just be Bumblebee and and, and Charlie, and I'm just going to be okay with that. Yeah, go on adventures um, and shit. There's so many fucking great things about this movie. I I literally can't find one bad thing about this movie. Uh, you know, there's it's just normal shit that I don't really have anything written down and it's not and, and again, it's all it's always nitpicky stuff. Like movies, we we love movies, even the movies we love. There's certain things we're like So oh, what's why the did what's the big, what's the big thing for I you? Can't really, I just can't really think of it, but it was just like the the um just some of the character choices but it wasn't anything that i was like oh that's terrible like that that would never happen kind of thing it was just oh okay right. you know just you know what certain- i thought was fucking amazing and this is like remember how when scream came out everybody touted it because it broke every horror movie rule right yeah so this movie doesn't like break a comic book rule or a transformers rule but it broke like it almost broke the fourth wall when they when the Decepticons first show up to the military, the, mm-hmm. the triple changers, and they give them the deal, and all these people are talking like, about taking the deal. They're, they're like, like "Let's wing. do this. Let's do this. Yeah, we can do this." And you know, it would be endless knowledge. And then Cena turns around, like, then it goes to Cena. And he's like, "Are you guys kidding me? Are you guys like retarded?" I mean. Th- I don't think we can trust them. I mean, their names were called the Decepticons. That does that tell you something? <laughs> right, right. You know, and I was like, oh, my God, that was brilliant. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think maybe that's it. It just, But then, like, the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, well, they're really mimicking the cartoon here. They're really, like, like the human characters are not the most important part. It's the goddamn robots. No, they but. They forgot about that in the other movies. Well, they I forgot. would say. I would say it was like Sexter Seven is pretty useless in this movie, but I don't think you could trade like like the char, like Charlie is light years ahead of Shia LaBe- Haley Steinfeld is light years or, ahead uh, or Mark or, Wahlberg or any of those fucking people, right? <laughs> right, and remember yeah. remember in each of those they had like the other person, right? Which was the first two movies it was Megan Fox, and then uh, later on it was his uh, Mark Wahlberg's daughter, and then this other woman or whatever right so mm-hmm. charlie's charlie's sidekick is memo in this and he's fucking amazing in this too 
He's the perfect oh, yeah. sidekick, and I didn't get annoyed because he like served a purpose, you know. Right, and at the um, end, they didn't like hook up and stuff, and you're like, oh, okay, no, this that's, is that's refreshing. The, yeah, that's she's like, good. I'm not ready for that yet, and I'm like, good, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I want yes. Charlie to be my daughter. That's mm-hmm. how I want my daughter to be. I'm like, don't fuck um, that guy yet. <laughs> no, don't kiss. Make him chase after you for a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just saved the planet. <laughs> Bask in that, that for a little bit. You can bit. get that ripped guy if you want. <laughs> Bask a little bit. So I was. I mean, I, I guess my only nitpick in this movie was that I wanted Charlie and Bumblebee to have more of a story later on. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't want them to break up right away because that, I think that made make me like the saddest. Also, like for multiple reasons, you know, the character development was amazing. So that's one reason. Um, it was sad. You know, they actually pulled it off being sad. And I was sad and I was also crying because it was like everything that I hate about those other movies, this is everything that I loved about it. And now you're breaking up. Like, no, I want another movie with you two. You know? And it's crazy that I'm saying I want another movie with you two when that Bumblebee's not even there when she's acting. (laughs) <laughs> you know, yeah, I wanted it's to just see, like a cardboard cutout. I, I was really wanting to see her in I wanted to see her interact with the other Autobots once they came. Like I wanted to see her interact with like Optimus. I want this Optimus Prime now. I want this guy. Yep. Like we, we got two seconds of him. And we're like, oh, shit, I want more. I yeah, love the look it, of him and the sound yep. of him and everything. It felt and, like Optimus Prime because it wasn't robotic. Yeah, and then the, the then the subsequent crying came a day later when I realized this movie's not going to make any money and they're not going to make any more probably. It's like they you know they really fucked themselves. Like when they went in that that whole like think tank and writers room and they came up with with the last night bullshit. I was like, oh my <laughs> god, Arthur. this is what should have came out. You know what's funny that. is that that's where I was like, that's where you lost people with King Arthur. You didn't lose him in the second movie when fucking Sam went to Transformer Heaven. No, because you the didn't third lose movie, him then. And no, Devastator's the, balls. Because the third movie made over a billion dollars. That's why they didn't lose him. I, yeah, but I'm, what I'm saying is I'm not talking about the, I'm not talking about suits. I'm talking about the fans. You know? I don't know, man. I'm Most like, people, you, you accepted that bullshit, but no, all of a sudden you cut it out at, at King Arthur? Like, that just doesn't make any sense to me. No, I don't know. It's just a bummer this movie's not going to get a chance that it, that it should get. I'm, I'm, hoping- I'm hoping that next week it still does well. You know, yeah. and I, I just it, want... It needs to have legs. It needs to hang around for a little bit. Uh, I'm hoping Paramount doesn't pull the plug because this is what we wanted, and I don't give a fuck about... I don't give a fuck about the ticket sales. Like, you guys did it. You finally yeah. did it after all this time. Just keep going with this, please. Yeah. Like, and and if not Netflix, fuck, pick it up, please. Because this is this is what we want. And I'm telling you right now, if you continue to do it this way, this way where you actually give a shit about the human character, the main character in it, um, you're going to make even more money the next time around. Like this is right. this could be like a um, a Batman Begins version of it because remember when Batman yes. Begins even though it made a lot of money it didn't make as much money as people thought because people were tired of Batman at that point they yeah, were still trying to I get over only, yeah Batman it did and like Robin. what three or like maybe three three fifty worldwide or something it wasn't a lot right it'll probably do more than Bumblebee but what I'm saying is it feels like the same type of thing where people were still right. trying to get over Batman and Robin. And then you're like, an origin story? But I just saw the first Batman, not thinking that you actually didn't see an origin story, you know? Right. And origin in the sense that and it's just it the first movie. And then it was so and then, earnest. Right. Like, and, oh, then, uh, and then people you know, got it on DVD because you still rented DVDs at that point in time. And you would watch it and you're like, oh, shit, this is pretty good. Then they announced The Dark Knight. And now you're already hooked from Batman Begins with, you know, with... With a ground like a with a almost like a cult following after after people actually watched it, they realized how freaking good it was, right? Right. And then they were thirsting for more, and they gave them the Dark Knight. I feel like if you just stick with this formula, you gave us what we wanted, 
and now you could do more of Cybertron and Optimus Prime. Like, do the second half of the story. There's actually two movies in here. Yeah, you could you could leave this story as is, right? And then your next movie, you you start right where you see Optimus Prime surrounded by all the Decepticons, and then you yes. tell that fucking story, and that's like ninety nine percent fucking like CG. That it's gonna be fucking bonkers. Give yeah. me that movie. If you did that, that would probably be the most expensive movie ever made. But if you give <laughs> us that movie and you do it all CG like that, holy shit, you're gonna make a shit ton of money. Yeah, well, I mean, in the day and age when you can make Jungle Book or Lion King completely CG and make it look really real, they could easily do this. If they know? would and just fork, would it would be like see, a two hundred. It would cost like two hundred million alone. I would love to see that movie too because I, I, I kept thinking in the back of my mind, I want to know what happened to yeah. the rest of that shit over there. We don't get to see the rest. So if they went back and he got to tell his story, you know, it's kind of like when um. When Gandalf disappears in Fellowship, and you're like, "Oh shit!" and then and then they show what happened to him in the next right. movie, you're like, "Oh fuck!" Like, because you thought, "Oh, he's gone, it's done," and then you got to see what happened. So we get to see what happens with Optimus Prime and how he got to Earth, and then the other people. But there's showing up. there's a whole new movie there. There's too. a whole new movie there. Right. You know? uh, yeah. But it oh, would God, be. Man. But it would be like two hours of just CG, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Would that be, would be the first be one ever. It would it would be so expensive, but oh my god, I'm, I'm telling you, you yeah, get because, everybody in your because in what the they're seats. doing with um you know what they're doing with King Kong and Godzilla and all that shit they they could yeah have but done they always that. they always have that's how they cheap that's how they lower the budget by getting because yeah. you're not seeing like two hours of just those two on an alien planet that has like all these details in it you know what I mean right like I, I would love to know how much just that Cybertron that first five minutes of Cybertron like cost. And there was so much detail, but it looked like Cybertron. Yeah, now just imagine that so for good. two hours. It looks so good. I just don't know why he tried to change the formula. That was like Zack Snyder taking, you know, fucking uh, Superman's world and changing it too for Man of Steel. I was like, oh god, what is all this bullshit? So you know, I yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I just Snyder, want that Snyder movie and just Bay, be so movie. Snyder and awesome. Bay are still on our shit list. It's funny how. The movies improve drastically when those two fucking people don't have their hands in this shit. You know, both Aquaman and Bumblebee are just spades better than than the other movies. And it's just fucking infuriating with for fans. You know, Um, I'm I'm still waiting for this. So, like, I got my Transformers right. And I do have Christopher Reeve Superman. Yeah, but I would really, really because like Brandon Routh, I really wanted more of his Superman, but I never got it. I just want now that we're on the Henry Cavill, I'm like, just give this guy a chance. Just give him, just give give him a competent director and a writer, and just let this guy do what he can do. Yeah, because you saw glimpses again of that in Justice League, but the fucking the script is shit. I hate to like everyone; they're going to keep calling me Marvel fanboy or whatever. I don't give a shit. But these guys, they they really take care of these characters. They really care about them, and they get people that care. I mean, look. I mean, it's like we've said all the time. We've said we, me and you have both said this. We're we're actually DC fanboys. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, like growing up with the cartoons and and the comic books and well, they have the holy you know, tri- they have the holy trinity, you know, right? It's the, and we loved Wonder Woman, and I really thoroughly enjoyed Aquaman, except yeah. for that one major plot fuck that they did. Yeah, but I really loved uh, Aquaman. That movie is gorgeous. It was fun. It was funny. Like it, it just really worked. And James Wan really knew what he was doing with that character and that world. Yeah. I'd never seen anything like that, right? But you'd, you've seen all the CG in Justice League and, and Batman v Superman, right? But you never saw anything like Aquaman. And this is the same thing here. I've seen robots fight each other. I've seen Cybertron before, but I've never seen it like this. You know, I, I think here's the difference, okay? I, I I've We've seen Snyder's movies. I remember... Like, both Batman v Superman and Justice League were done filming ages before they came out. And and then yet, they still needed that much reworking and reshoots. That tells me that that fucking guy did have no clue what the fuck he was doing. He's just like, let me film everything in the kitchen sink, and then we're going to edit this shit together and see what happens. And that that is not the way to make a movie. They did it in Suicide Squad. The two movies 
that had competent people working on them were Aquaman and Wonder Woman. They had competent people that loved the material, that understood the material, understood the characters. You know, what I love about Aquaman is that not only they understood the characters, but they actually made it like it was like a comic book leaping off the screen. And I, I love that too. And I, Zack Snyder does that well in certain aspects. But who gives a shit about it if you don't care about the story or about the characters? If, if, if It could look gorgeous, but if it's a piece of shit, then who cares? So that's what I like about Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and, and now Bumblebee is that they really they paid attention to story and character first. And then the CG, of course, was a tool to help tell the story. And the CG in this is, like, flawless. I mean, I couldn't see anything where I'm like, that's that's not real. You know? Like, even when the shit's transforming and it's holding her and running, I was, like, breathtaking. I was like, oh, my God, don't hurt her, you know? <laughs> and, like, he fucking yeah. jumps. He jumps in the air and transforms, and she's inside the car. And I was like... That's fucking amazing. That just See, they've done awesome. that before. They've done that. They, be, they probably have, but, it, but does, it doesn't look. It doesn't look and feel the same way. No, it doesn't. And, and like I said, because you care so much about what's going on, that when shit like that does happen, you 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 gasp. If you're watching a movie that just sucks, and then something spectacle happens, you're like, oh, okay, you know, like whatever. Like you don't care all that much. Right, and so you know, I felt that way about the Last Jedi. It's like, know, when, Hol- it's when like Holdo went this... through that ship, I didn't. I was like, "Oh, that's really cool," right. but it would have had so much more fucking impact if they did it the way we thought they should do it. You know, so I don't know. Well, it's like like Michael Bay is a, is this Backseat type of director where, we are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like he's like you get he get this like really shitty piece of cake, right? Like he makes this awful cake, and then he sticks like four hundred fucking candles in the cake. And like all different sizes, and they sparkle and all this shit, and the, and everything outside of the cake is like all fancy and ridiculous. But then at the end of the day, once you take away all those candles and the sparkly things, you're you left with this piece bite. of shit cake. Yeah, you right? and that's bite. what it's Michael sucks. Bay's Transformers are. There's a giant bunch of spectacle, but you don't give a shit who lives or dies. I didn't even care when Optimus died. No, and I was like, oh, cool. So we're gonna get Rodimus now. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> pretty much. Right, and so then, that, and they don't and even that never happened. A, they don't even give you a breath, and they're just like, "Here he is again. He's back." And they're like, yeah. "Oh, he died for five minutes." Yeah, in the commercial, he's back. Right. Here, <laughs> we'll kill like, Sam. We'll put him to robot heaven. Right. <laughs> well, they did the same thing with Superman. They just fucking just killed him off, and you're like, "So, <laughs> so what?" He practically brought him shit. back before the movie was over. <laughs> yeah, he uh, literally opens the coffin. He he opens the coffin by the time the credits are done. <laughs> Anyway, but I don't doesn't. want to talk about yeah, yeah I don't want to talk yeah. about those fuckers anymore. Let's talk about how yeah. great this movie is. All right, um, well let's <clears> let's we let's go into. Um, it's not this movie wasn't very diverse. Um, I mean maybe maybe Jan Brady, but um, I didn't um, feel like it was. I didn't feel like it was uh, tremendously diverse. No, no, it wasn't but, really diverse at all, and I don't think it needed to be. Um, no. and, you know, some of the side characters were not white, so. Yeah, I would probably say it's like Jan Brady, but I don't think it needed to be um, anything more than what it was. Right, right. Um, I think in 84, it just felt like like an 80s movie, which is probably what they were going for. Yeah. Um, But probably even even more so, it was more diverse. It was more diverse than an 80s movie. Right. You're like, if this was in New York, I'd I'd have different things to say about it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is in San Francisco, so. Yeah, that's true. But suburban San, uh, San Francisco. But um, anyway, I, I'd yeah. probably say I'd probably say Jan Brady. All right, um, and then I'll uh, I don't know. I you're probably going to have a higher rating than me, but I'm going to give it four uh, four chainsaws. Uh, I mean, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, it just sucks that this was the sixth movie. Fucking blows. But I, I to enjoyed me, it's it. the first movie. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, it could be. It, it, I just wish it would have made a ton of money, and then it could have been the first movie. They could have just kept kept going and, and did different shit. But um, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna give it a four. I, I know you love it way more than me, but I I did really enjoy this movie. One of the better movies this year that I've seen for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and give it five lightsabers. Um, it had everything I've ever five wanted. Five lightsabers and two hand jobs <laughs> <laughs> that you know of that you know about. <laughs> um, 
I'm going to give it five lights here is because it, this was everything that I've ever wanted in a Transformers movie. And the only real knock I have on this movie right now, anyway, I'm, I'm sure after repeat viewings, I'll have something that bothers me. But right now, it's my perfect Transformers movie. And my only negative thing about this movie is that um, Charlie and Bumblebee appear to be done in this Transformers universe. Yeah. And that is the only negative thing I have to say. But but they fucking pulled it off beautifully how they say goodbye. You know, wouldn't that, um, wouldn't that be awful if if like Michael Bay comes and says, "All right, I need to get this shit back on track." And so the I would next fucking movie, murder him. I would. So murder the next him. movie I would is murder, like I would murder her, him and the person who hired him at Paramount again. <laughs> so the next movie is like you know her laying in bed and this dude gets out of bed and he's wearing you know a thong. And you see his butt in 3D. He accidentally puts on her underwear. <laughs> that seems like a Michael thing, a Michael Bay thing to do. Right. Wasn't that the, like the beginning of the third movie? Literally, was like, or like the dog starts licking his like neck, and he thinks it's like her. <laughs> that seems like a Michael Bay thing to do. And then like he gets up, and the towel, the, and the towel is like, or, or I'm sorry, the 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 blanket is like kind of like being held up because he's got a hard on and his mom walks in and then there's this awkward like 1980s like three's company physical comedy Jack going Tripper. on yeah yeah like that physical type of comedy going on that seems like a michael bay thing to do memo steering through staring through and the then you window because like it's not him <laughs> you got like your also. token you got your token black character for michael bay Right, um, and then you've got your like either gorgeous girlfriend or gorgeous scientist. Who's like a scientist? Yeah. <laughs> Who's the smartest person? Like Michael in the world. Bay grew up. Yeah, Michael Bay grew up watching James Bond, and the only thing he got out of it was that every every uh, doctor or medical person needs to be hot. <laughs> That's the only thing he pulled out of James Bond. Nothing else. I'm gonna blow a lot of shit up. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all he got out of it. <laughs> Oh man! Well, I'm so glad he didn't have his hands in this thing, and I'm so glad we actually got. Yeah, he's a a quote unquote executive producer, which basically means we'll give you the title, just stay the fuck away from it. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Well, I hope he continues to stay away. Now, if you just stay away from Ninja Turtles, fucking ass. But anyway. (laughs) Just stay All away right. from everything. <clears throat> Don't even make Bad Boys 3. Give it to somebody else. It'll probably be the best one in the series. Just go away. <laughs> Just leave. Just go back to filming commercials. You were really good at that. <laughs> like that like uh, Aaron, Burr, Aaron Burr commercial. Just do more of that. Yeah, yeah that was awesome. Just keep doing Just that. Keep doing, do, go back to your independent films. Do, go do more, you know, uh, whatever that he did with like The Rock. No, just, don't, just don't do any do movies. <laughs> Stop no, making stay movies. Away, stay away from franchises, okay? Just, just go back. Just to you and you movies. ball go on a long vacation <laughs> and have Zack Snyder be the D and D. I want to see that real reality TV show. He's like, <laughs> "Hello, beaches." <laughs> I swear, every time, every time you say it, see him, Michael Bay is always about. trying to like get get M eighties. How you ball got all those actors to be in his movies? I will never understand. He must have got them all like, th- like Thailand hookers or something like that. I don't know how he's able to get the cast that he got together for some of his shit. I just I don't I think that's the way. Any, I don't think that's the way anymore. <laughs> no, they all kind of like we're not making movies with you anymore. Yeah, the, the, here's the only difference between Michael Bay and New Ball is that one's movies makes money for some reason and the other right. doesn't. Yeah. That's it. They're both just as stupid. <laughs> I mean, seriously. They're oh, just God. both as dumb, but for some reason Michael Bay's movies just aren't as dumb. They're just dumb enough for to piss people off like me and you who actually care about what yeah. we watch versus somebody who just wants to drink pop, like eat drink soda and eat popcorn at the movie theater and just turn their brains off and just right. look at shiny things and loud things. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, check out uh check out Bumblebee. It's worth a watch. Uh give give this give this movie your money so they can make more of these. Uh, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to I'm going to spoil I'm gonna, I might spoil the Chewies, but I'm going to need you to really argue with me about Infinity War and Bumblebee. <laughs> 
I want to reach out. Right I want to reach out to this writer and this director. I just want to thank him personally. They they did such an amazing job with the property that we love and care about. And yeah. so I, I want more of that. I will watch. I will. I will now watch anything. I will watch the next thing James uh, Travis Knight does. And nice. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep a really close eye. It's gonna on, be My um, Little Pony or some shit. <laughs> I don't care. I'll watch it. I don't give a shit. I'm like I'm all in. I beat all in. If he's like nice. My Little, po- I'm gonna do a live action My Little Pony. Be like, when or like does it Care start? Bears or some shit. Oh, that would be fucking amazing. Or gummy bears. Yeah. Or oh, wait, uh, Ducktales. Ducktales. Fuck yes. A oh, live yeah, action I would watch DuckTales. That. I oh. If he did Gem, I would do that too. I'd watch. Yeah. I know there was a Gem movie that was just absolute it shit. But if he did Gem, I'd be like, I'm watching Gem. Yeah, no doubt. No or doubt. Super Mario Brothers. That would be cool. <laughs> There's another one that needs to be fixed. Just give Travis Knight all the shit that sucked before. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, anything that was absolute shit, like g- let him do Man of Steel. Yeah. <laughs> give oh, him that, that movie. That, the writer too has, I mean, huge. You know what? Huge you know what Travis writer. Knight should do is should, he should just redo every movie that Michael Bay did. <laughs> <laughs> like just do like do Bad Boys. Right, do the rock, you know? Just, do, just call it Bad Boys Redux redo, and just keep doing it, and just be like, I'm better than you, and just, just keep doing it. <laughs> Travis Knight, the filmmaker who brought you everything that's better than every movie Michael Bay ever made. <laughs> that's amazing. That that's would be. Amazing. I would. I'd be. I would. I would die. I would love to watch his Bad Boys. It would probably be the best fucking. Th- it would be like Lethal Weapon. Like remake or something. Like it would be the best thing ever. That would be amazing. What other movies? The Rock. That would be so fucking cool. Yes, it would be. Although Sean Connery is kind of iconic in that movie. Yeah, he had his own writer go on there and write rewrite his lines and shit. Yeah, I think he. Uh, that's what he did on a lot of his movies. That's but probably anyway, why his lines are his really voice, good. Yeah, because he has a very distinct voice. Oh, he's got a sexy ass voice. He's got the best voice ever. <laughs> his accent and his like, I'm telling you, man. If you had his voice, you could just have like a dick ring out of your head, and you'd, you'd nab every chick just because <laughs> just you had, had Sean Connery's outgo- voice. That outgoing message on my phone, you know, like <laughs> right, exactly. Hello, you've reached. Sean you could Connery. literally. You could. You could probably pick up chicks just reading the back of a Tylenol bottle. <laughs> Just call everybody Money Penny. <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter. Like, Come here, I'm sure he gets penny. away with so much stuff. Lick my penis, Money Penny. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Even though my name's not Money Penny, I don't know what you're talking about. I want about. you to rub my bagpipe, Money Penny. This <laughs> <laughs> is it the guys that works too, right? <laughs> You anyway. guys slip in and out of there. It's no biggie. <laughs> anyway, Bumblebee. <laughs> all, right. all right, Bumblebee. <laughs> yeah, that should I be love... that should be Bumblebee's voice for the next movie. <laughs> Just Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, wait a minute, is this the last? And like Optimus, Optimus Prime, Dragonheart. What is this? <laughs> Optimus Prime's like, why does your voice sound better than mine? I Bumblebee? am the last one. No, you're not. I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> Quit fucking watching Dragonheart. All the That's time. funny. That'd be amazing if that was Sean Connery doing Bumblebee. <laughs> get him out of retirement. You're doing. Get him out of retirement. Just, oh, get him out of retirement to do Unicron. Yeah. Oh. oh shit, son. Yes, motherfucker. Although I, I feel like it would kind of be weird for him to have like a Scottish accent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a British accent, whatever he's got. <laughs> well, would yeah, be they'd weird. have to. They'd have to explain that. Because Orson Welles was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, he was. Yeah, it was amazing. Well, and that was Leonard actually Nimoy, his last role. I mean, Letter Nimoy wasn't wasn't bad, you know. In, uh, in the yeah, but he movie, replaced but he but he replaced an icon in Frank Walker. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's true. So like oh, that that's really I, difficult I, to go from I, Megatron I'm to Galvatron. That Bay didn't do like Live Long and Prosper in that movie. Like fuck you. It's like wrong movie. <laughs> you fucking dick. <laughs> it's like a wrong movie. Yeah. <laughs> You know this is All a right. Transformers movie, Michael, right? Not Star Trek. Right. <laughs> He's it like, is? Well, I just want I just want to throw this Easter egg in here. Like, no. He's like, it that, that's not an Easter egg, you shithead. <laughs> that's just poor writing. That's being an asshole. <laughs> yeah. You, it's like taking you're, you're taking a shit on like a really expensive cake. 
like, like if you see, like he's watching Star Trek on the TV and as like, he's writing Transformers. You see, you see yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's so doing like, that. He's doing that thing where, like, if you're talking about something and writing something different at the same time, you end up writing what you're talking about. <laughs> and that's what he's doing. He's right halfway, <laughs> yeah, halfway through Transformers. He writes in the fucking Enterprise. <laughs> like like Optimus Prime and runs onto the Enterprise. Set phasers to stun. What? Yeah, yeah, that's what he says. He's like Cliff Jumper. Set phasers to stun. Yeah, beat me up. Optimus. And then like Cliff Jumper turns back around and says, "You got it, Kirk." <laughs> to Prime, <laughs> like, and beat nobody bats an eye. What? <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? You hear like Optimus Prime's voice, and he's yelling "Con." It's like, we, gotta, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get out of here. Starfleet's almost here. Like, what? yeah. <laughs> oh shit, that'd be, hor- that'd be fucking horrible. <laughs> but but at the same time, you'd be but like, I, yep. I feel like that movie would be such shit that I'd have to watch it, and I'd probably enjoy that. <laughs> You're right. You know, like Start it would smiling. probably be something. It would probably be something that I'd always have to put on, like Batman and Robin. It's such a fucking train wreck. <laughs> such a train it's wreck. such a fucking train wreck that I have to watch it. Or it's that movie where you're like texting your friends. You're like, you gotta watch this, man. You gotta it's watch literally this like movie. when you see an accident on the side of the road and you have to watch, no matter how much you might throw up, you're just gonna right. you're just gonna look. And that's what I feel like that movie would be. <laughs> see, like. See, like when 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 Bay does his movies, it's not it's like ninety nine point nine percent train wreck, right? But it's got right. a cool scene where Bumblebee just strips Savage or Ravage, you know, right. and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> but it, oh, it's that right. it's that point one percent that he needs to get over the hump, and I feel like writing Star Trek into it, I'd have I would probably pay a ticket to go see that. <laughs> Uh, Transformer hangs dong in this movie. You know what, <laughs> we gotta go watch it's it. It's even more funny if he was watching like soap operas instead. <laughs> Porn. Yeah. <laughs> like RC's getting gang banged. Yeah. Uh, we should end uh, on that. All right. <laughs> that's a perfect ending. Yeah, that's perfect. All right. Ending. Well, that's our bonus pod. Merry Christmas 2018. Uh, that was episode 168 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Yeah. Till next time, folks, chew on that. Later. <laughs>